Okay, so we start uh, share number one, and anybody who's new, there are Marmachemis <coughs> files. If you don't have the link, please let somebody know. You can always go to the website, terrorstream.org, and go to uh, info, and you might reach Sadiq on a good day, or, or me. He might, he might share with you some of the information. So that's for the Marmachemis and the Zoom link. If you're listening and you're out of state, or Halila out of commission for one night, if you're within a Tchum Shabbos, though, we expect to see you here. So, Mendy, you're okay. You're in Passaic right now. So, uh, we'll, let you, uh, we'll let you off the hook. Uh, speaking of which, please look out for your emails. If you're not on an email list and you're coming in person, certainly, or even on Zoom, please uh, get on the list because we have Baruch Hashem Simchas and the like, and sometimes it's doable, sometimes it's not. So tomorrow is a good example. Still not sure whether we're having shear or not. So um, if you don't hear anything, come. <coughs> Worst case scenario, you'll learn. So it's no big downside. But uh, if you uh, would like to check your emails anyway, at a given day, 5, 6 o'clock, <coughs> it would be Kadai. And we will begin with page 1, which is Hochaz Tfilah in the Rambam, Perik Aleph. We're going to begin with the general Shailah, what is the Makar of Tefillah? Daraisa, Durabanon, what are the Chalukim and various types of Tefillahs? And as used to by now, we have many Sugiyas within the Sugiyas within the Sugiyas. And this, as we mentioned, is not only in terms of the Makaris and the Gedarim and the Lamdis and the Bitachar and the Musar, it's a lot of material. So Baruch Hashem, we will uh, begin with uh, this because the basic Shaila. It's not Nagel Lamaisi, you have to daven. And if you're a, a man over Bar Mitzvah or under Bar Mitzvah, you have to daven three times a day and that's on a regular day. If you're from the Nashim Tzitkanias or budding Tzitkanias or Tzitkanias wannabe or even a regular Benini, that's going to be one of our separate sugyas because it's always been a sugya and different takufas in people's lives and different takufas in history and different applications. That's an unusual thing to say, the first five minutes of a sugya, because that's not that common, but Tfilu Fanashim is very exciting. And uh, for Anoshim, it's very exciting for a different reason that there's no ifs, ands, or buts, and you have to daven three times a day, and it's really a chiv to daven on time without any uh, political uh, or Muslim, not meant as such, but there's uh, an MS by Bachram all the time. Somehow the adults never ask because they know by now, but uh, you have to daven on time. Tfilah bismanas, durabanas, we'll see in a moment. So if you're on the Madrega, and you're getting up very early, Madrega depends what's going on the night before, I would know that, but you have to daven Bezman, even if you go to sleep very late, and if it's the Gra, not the Mangan Avram, then certainly by the Drabarim of Tefillah, what, the Bisaymechan, maybe even the Minig, Kriyashma uh, Daraisa, which is not today's topic at all, is a different Machlekes, whether the Minig was like the Gra, the Hokol, or do we treat it as a Safi Daraisa, the Humra. As late, that Machlekes is as late as Machlekes of Aaron or Moshe. Just, you know, that's pretty late. So in terms of setting the standards in America, it was, I don't know, I'm not even sure it's, to what extent it's a Machlekes, because Moshe was reporting what the Minig was 
in his section of Russia, and Aaron was appointing the Minigin in Lita, and Minigin Yeshivas to go like Minigin Gro wouldn't be surprising, but they didn't dive in that late in Europe anyway. And how Nagea that was. But in terms of the Minhogam of Kihilas, it's not necessarily a steer when you see one Minigin of one kilo, you have to know where they were located and in what uh, Tkufa. So, as we uh, have done with all our sugiyas, uh, we hope to get back to all of these things. But right now, we're trying to figure out what's the Dereza and what's the Rabbanon and for whom. And let's begin the Rambam. It's well-known, about to become no- more well-known. Machlik is the Rambam and the Ramban. The basic Shaila is tefillah every day, at least once a day, Dereza or not. Again, nobody should get carried away with any halachalamaisa inference that well if I miss a minchabrahmala's line here and there, uh, that's negotiable. Of course it's not and I'm preaching to the converted and I always am, Baruch Hashem, and those listening. If you're a man of a bar mitzvah and on the bar mitzvah gilachinach shailas, machis shan marshin tasila, that's the father's khiv or the son's khiv. But over bar mitzvah you have to daven three times a day and it's not negotiable and you have to daven the minion and that's not really that negotiable either except when we get to, Avi, we're just discussing this, uh, when you're going on a business trip and uh, you're going on a vacation and you're, what the tzairuch is and what the flight patterns are. But you have to make a strong attempt and even if you have a heter, quote-unquote, it's a lost opportunity. So you have to balance that with Chesha Mishpat. So it could be a lost opportunity and your boss said no you have a conference call and you're not flying now okay and that's Chesha Mishpat trumps the uh, the Hidra Tzvila Vitzibar as important as that Hidra is what? what was the brisker of Sayyid Khan because he used to ask me in uh, nine and a half months from now we will when we get to the Sugit Tzvila Vitzibar just hold the question and we will uh, <laughs> uh, for the first few weeks I usually throw out a lot of Shailas and we actually get to most of them well, given enough time so uh, just to get everybody thinking that um, nobody should take away that I didn't mention in the very first year how important Tzvila Vitzibar and Davening was I'm mentioning it and if you live in Muncie or uh, Lakewood, Brooklyn, I don't want to leave anybody out to insult anybody, a lot of large killers out there, Chicago, they have Minion Factory, it's very hard to miss a Minion. And um, just something that came up last week by the Vart, if you notice I wasn't here Tuesday night, because uh, Baruch Hashem, Lachayim and the Vart was on the same night, so I didn't have to go back twice, which is on my love, but at least I had to be there. And I'm always amazed, even in Muncie, this is in Lakewood, they both have very large uh, manufacturers, a lot of Minyanim. It was a Muncie Tainus, if you remember. I remember, because I was driving to get to the L'chaim on time, because that would look proper, if you walk in and you're the father um, of the chasen, you know, that's the Minig. And it was a Tainus, I was more hungry, and we were driving, it's fine. And then we were driving through the Zman, as I started eating in the car, as I was drinking the car, and then we got there because I got there and then right away after a very short time I had to go to a different place for the actual vert and then I was four and a half hours uh, Baruch Hashem seeing a lot of people and I turned around it's 11.30 and I had made one attempt in between to find a Mayrav it wasn't that easy to find a Mayrav so I kept asking I'm talking about, I'm talking about hundreds of people Bacharim so I said everybody Dab Mayrav Oh, the only time I need a Meyer. So I kept asking and asking and everybody gave me the same interesting answer, which is, the reason I bring this fresh in my mind, but it's an interesting thing. He said, it's a multi-tinus. 
I'm thinking, you know, Hanukkah, Lokas Neiris, that I understand. That's even a Machlekes. So. Okay, do you have a mint like before, after? The, that's not even set in stone. Matzitainis. So I, I understood what they were getting at, but I wanted to bring out a point. So I figured I'll make it into a sugi as I'm standing there talking to uh, the various people. I said, well, Matzitainis is a din that my rabbi says, no, it's not a tainis, it's a din of suda. It's a din of suda? So would you have Mitzitainis? This is a very long fast. It was like 10 hours. What, what Suda Gedela did you have that required you to dab marry before? It's a good question. I wasn't trying to ask a kasha anybody who had dabbed before. They were dabbing at the uh, Tzais. But most people are dabbing Meyerv. Why? I'm not sure. I'm still not sure. I said Suda Gedela will make it all year round. Suda, we consider a chasna suda, if anybody watches for that nowadays. Lavart um, is not a suda, there's no suda at all. We didn't wash at all. So it's not even easy. If you're being makel, you're putting suda gedela as a status. You can't eat before you have mayor, but we're makel all year round. So why all of a sudden? Let's say tainus. Everybody has the thing. They, with Mavit, I found Baruch Hashem at, at 11.45. Maybe it was in, yeah, about 11.30. 30 centimeters. I remember I had to make Kriya Shema. If you were stuck and you wanted to have a vision, it's here at 1.30 a month. So, you get, so I got to say Kriya Shema before Chatzais. That's a Dindar Abana. So I was about to say Kriya Shema myself. Baruch Hashem, the Minya made it by about five minutes. And they got to have Shema Nesrei, uh, the rest of my life all night. But Haladavrahu, I noticed this before, but I never, it was never so bailed. 98% of the people. Davimar, why? Because they're eating a Suda. I said, scrambled eggs? What are you eating? I don't know. Just uh, tell me that to share with your experiences. Did everybody here Dab Meyer before they... I'm not, I'm not sure what the shot is, but we had two Meyers, a regular 8 o'clock, 9.45 Meyer. Anyway, maybe just an interesting thing, but Tula Batsibar, especially, I'm in Lakewood, I'm not missing Tula Batsibar if I can help it, even though I'm making a simcha. And Baruch Hashem, uh, there were 15 people who somehow didn't have them before. But you've got to say Kriyashmanis and everything like that. And that's very common. So you can be coming from Lakewood back to Muncie, a good, nice, smooth drive, but it's going to be an hour and 45 minutes, and now it's uh, 1 a.m., so you can still find me at 2 a.m., you go to Bar Park, 2.30, you got to just say Kriyashma before. It's a separate din, separate Gemara, not again now, what I'm trying to draw a picture before we start this Ramam, is if you live in areas where they're readily available, there's very little excuse, and rightfully so. Assuming everybody's healthy, and the question of chashivas of the Indian, and proper planning, and the like, and, uh, it's Baruch Hashem readily available, and uh, you should be one of the people making it readily available for everybody else, which means the uh, strength in numbers. Okay. Mitzvah Saseh, Lisbala B'chayyam Shinemar, Vatem Es Hashem Alakechem, Mipia Shmua Amru, Shavoyda Zu Hitzila. Ramam learns from this Pasik and from the next Pasik, and combination of the two, the number of recurs for this. Namar Lav Dubachal Lavavchem. So that's an interesting drasha. Would you describe tefillah as an avedish abalev? So it almost sounds like, well, we know we don't hold of ani yudi belev in a big way. We definitely don't hold of that. We hold that you also have to be a yudi belev, but you can't stop there. And that expression is said, unfortunately, often bandied around from people who aren't doing mitzvahs, but they feel very Jewish. What that means, who knows? Because usually, unfortunately, somebody like that is not with the program with the Yud Gimel Anamamans. 
and the rest of the basic you say this in Yiddishkeit, but how many mitzvahs do we have that are believed? Well, you have Zechira, even Zechira, Zechira Samadhi, you've got to say Bepeh, you've got to lane it. Zechira is Miriam, the other one, we have Shei Zechira, the other davening, each one's Machalik Zechira. But usually there's an extra drasha of Zechira and there's Zechira Bepeh, and they're two different drashas. So there's an aspect of the mitzvah and of other mitzvahs, not too many, that it really is Be'etzim Belev. What's fascinating about Tefillah is the Rambam starts off in the first uh, four lines quoting, this is the Drosh's Chazal, that Be'etzim is an Avedish Belev. So what does that tell you? So this is a uh, big aside. I'm not going to have any small ones. What does it tell you about Avedish Belev? So if you pick up a Lulav, as we all know, and you don't have Kavanas, and you don't have deep Kavanas, you get to the mitzvah, more kavana you can have, the better it is, but it's exerzah and you don't have to know kabbalah to do a mitzvah. We paskin by the races, mitzvah kavanas. You have to know that it's sukkahs and you're taking lulav. Famous het to the chayadam, if you're from and you're in shul and it's sukkahs, and you look around and everybody's holding these long green things with our rubber sandal. So mistama, at some level, even though you're really spaced out, that's enough kavana. There's somebody that stopped you, that what are you doing? I, it's a mitzvah lulav. So even though you didn't really pause to focus, which you should, you get to anyway, because that's an umdilamucha, that's what you meant to do. Tefillah is a very different type of mitzvah. If you dab without kavana, and we're going to get to, at some point, davening shmana esrei without kavana, and what we do the first bracha, which is sort of makif, but if you daven shmana esrei without kavana, even if you ate Bidievich, 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 it's Mukhuk, you want Davish Manesse. When you started Shmanesse, you were still here in Shul. Midway through, you were in Miami and then somewhere due south. Uh, or it's Israel, I should say, would be a better. So, how bad is that? It's very natural, human, it happens to everybody once in a while, but how bad is that? The answer is it's a lot worse than taking Lulav on Sukkis in Shul, where it's an umdu the mucha. You're doing a maisa mitzvah of taking Lulav, and you're a little spaced out. Not great. Better to space in. Tefillah be'etzim is believed, which means it's all about the hagosha and the kavan of connecting with the Kosh Baruch Hu. And the exercise of it is you've got to also move your lips and say the words and talk to Hashem. That's the Chiddush. And you're probably wondering why is that a Chiddush? The answer is. Many people have asked me, and as we get into the sugya, one of you will ask me, why do I have to daven? Hashem knows what I want, and if it's good for me, Hashem will give it to me if I have schlissim, and if it's not good to me, I hope I don't get it. So why should I daven? That's a very good question, and that's one of the chidushim of tefillah, is that nothing happens unless you daven. It's a Rashi very early on in Chumash, like Bereshis, that Adam was not around yet, and there was a potential for grass with little seeds below the ground, but nothing grew, not a blade of grass. Because Adam wasn't here to for it. So it's built into the Bria, into the Buchnius metaphysical Bria, that nothing works unless Adam, as in mankind, we'll get to Gaim, we'll touch upon Gaim also, daven for it. Even though it's coming anyway, or it's not coming, and it's not coming, maybe it's not good for you. So we'll discuss how to daven in a way where we're not demanding things that might not be good for us. But be'etzem, you have to daven something that's inherently good, that's good for us. We should have the brains to do mitzvahs right and to learn and uh, to be giving staka and to be generous. Certain things you can't go wrong. So it's not going to happen by itself. You've got to daven.
So you need the Misa of talking. You have to say something. It has to be audible to your ears, not to the next guy. But Be'etzem, it's called Avodah because you have to have the Hergish basic Bitochen. That's why this is a Sugi of Bitochen. You have to know and internalize that nothing happens without a Kosh Baruch Hu, and Hashem is controlling every millisecond of the world and every single person thereof and every animal the higher madrega, the more but you can't take anything for granted and the fact you had it before it doesn't mean you'll have it tomorrow and you got to die for everything that's the exact of Tila, but it has to be with Kavana that's why it's called Avedish Valev so it is worse to dive without Kavana than to do any mitzvah mitzvahs without Kavana that's the push-up shot in this line two lines on the bottom Vein minyan atfilas next step so we know that there's a concept the Ramam holds of tefillah deraisa Vein minyan atfilas minatera v'lo mishna hatfilah that means the nusuch hazeis minatera so the minyan the amount of times a day as in three times a day or more certain times of the year and the exact nusuch we have is not minatera ve'ein page two and letfilah zaman kavua minatera midereisa it doesn't have a Zman Kavua. In essence, the Ramam is saying quite clearly that the Mitzvah Dereza Tefillah is once a day, every day. A day meaning 24 hours. And Stipler has a shtickle we discusses. How do you know when we have other Mitzvahs that are once a day? How do you know when it's supposed to be once a day as opposed to more often, less often? Certain Mitzvahs once a week, like Shabbos. Yeah, certain Mitzvahs three times a year. Aliyah Regal. How do you know what a mitzvah is once a day? So his yisoid, very short, is that if you don't have any other gzayasakasav or any other parameters and no other ayahs, the fallback position is once a day. This Rambam fits in quite well. Matter of fact, it's The Rambam says, The mitzvah, the raisal of the b'chol of avchem, and bring it lapoil with your lips and say the words. How often? Midaraisa once a day. The Ramam doesn't bring a raya to that. Because he doesn't feel that he has to. Because the fallback position is once a day, Midaraisa. We're going to get to in the next halacha what the uh, building blocks and construct of, the, of that tefillah is. But Ashmanasra today, as we'll see very soon, is clearly drabanon. <coughs> and when I say clearly drabanon, that's not a tour, that's an opportunity. Chazal, Anshikan, Zedela put in their entire Avaida of Ruach HaKadosh and understanding what Klaisal needs, and every word is a diamond, and therefore you can never go wrong just concentrating on the words because everything you can ever want is in there. That's Ashman Esrei, and we'll have plenty of room for things you want to add, and there's going to be a lot of discussion about that because a lot of people don't tap into what can be done to improve things. And that's going to be part of the discussion. But first, the, the first basic uh, Allah Bez Gimel here. Let's go to Bez Naram. We'll go back to page one in a moment. Fichach. Noshim v'avadim. It's grouped together because avadim have a din of chiv mitzvahs ki'isha, excluding zman grama. And the Ramam just told us that this is not zman grama. Why is this not zman grama? It certainly is. You have 24 hours. If you don't get it done then, you just were mavatal and asay deresa. That's not zman grama. If you have all day and all night, everything ultimately is zman grama. You could say every mitzvah we do is zman grama. We only have 120 years, 150 years to do it. But it's not going to be here. That's not zman grama. 
So if the fallback position is once a day, it's understandable. You have all day. There's no restrictions. Man Krishma, Grama. Because that's a Krishma has to be said within a certain time. Midrabonon Shacharis Mincha Mayrv is Man Grama. We're talking about the Daraisa over here. So the Daraisa is anytime, once once during the twenty four hour period. So what's the Daraisa? The Ramam is still discussing the Daraisa in Allah Bez and Gimel. At least once a day. You could do more, as the Ramam will say soon. And Mespala Meschanin, not for now, needs more Hezbo, but it means a very intense Tfilah. Meschanin is you're begging for something. So you have to understand the chashivas of the opportunity to talk to Hakadosh Baruch Hu whenever you want, and Hashem is always listening, even though we and our madrega don't always feel it. That's that working in Bitach and Amuna. No tefillah is lost. So now the building blocks of any tefillah before answering as before the word the Esrei has three components. Where we learn this out from is a shayla, it's not a shayla, but the Gemara says, learn out from Moshe Rabbeinu, a shayla is what the limit is, again, not for now. Magid shivcha shalkash baruchu, start off with shvach, shavach, bachakach, shal, tzrochem, shusach lahem bakasho, betchinam, bakashas in ruchmias, in gashmias, that often means money, panasa, it can mean many other things. Nothing wrong with asking for it, question is, where the focus is, how much, and are you putting in some sort of proviso and footnote that it's only if it's good for you, which is a good thing to do, unless you're using the regular in which case, you can follow their words and there's no downside. But if you're adding things yourself, um, people, I was once talking to a Bachar uh, Yisrael, and he, he just got into his learning, and he was really steiging, and he told me that his parents want him to come back. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Uh, happens sometimes. Sometimes after they're five years, sometimes one year, sometimes two years, depending where they're from. And he came to me, it didn't come up late in the conversation, this is how he spelled out his position. And I've heard this a few times in various forms. He said that I really, the wasn't going to go back, but there's a little pressure and I'm going to go, but I realized, you know, it's a good thing, Akash Baruch runs the world, he's telling me Akash Baruch runs the world. So when you start with that, Either it's Lamed Vavnik or he has a story to tell. And uh, Kosh Baruch runs the world, and I realize if I go back, I still want to learn, but maybe I'll be working sooner, and the sooner I work, the sooner I'll make money, the sooner I make money, the sooner I'll make a lot of money, and the sooner I'll give Staka and support yeshivas and build yeshivas. Isn't a great, uh, flawless, that argument. He's got it all figured out. It's 19 years old, and um, he's going to fix the world. So I said, uh, I said a number of things. I said, your chiv right now is to steig. It's not your chiv to make the money, to leave the Kodesh of Bezmedrish to make the money, which maybe you will, maybe you won't, but I don't want to break the news to him about that. Uh, that's not so easy to make upon us just cover the bills, but I didn't even go there. And I said, let's leave it at this. I give you a bracha that if you ever come into any money, I give you a bracha that you can actually write large checks all the time because when you have the money, it's not so easy. And if that happens, call me. We'll hazard this conversation. In the meanwhile, you're staying here. 
So then he launches Mamish for this shear 30 years later. Well, he, he feels maybe it's right because he's been davening for it that Hashem should give him at 19. I said, I have to know his father and he's not, not a poor family. I said, uh, I think the bills are paid. He said, yeah, the bills are paid. Berafchus, he says, uh, I can have as many falafels as I want. That's the benchmark. And Ashiris. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he said, that's not the problem. He said, but I want to I build on that. I, wanna, I said, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe not. There's a time place for everything. Right now, uh, you've got to learn if you're capable of doing so. And he was capable of doing so. And he tells me that in davening, he already asked for it. And he knows from Musa Seder that Hashem always listened to our tefillahs. And he put it into the bracha of Panasa. But this is, he didn't even like... I don't think he worked a day in his life yet. Well, no. But he already put it in the bracha for Panasa. So that's an extreme example, but we do this a lot. We like, we're micromanaging a Kosh Baruch Hu, Rahman Islam, you know, we're telling Kosh Baruch Hu how we think we can help him instead of looking at the Makaris and taking an honest look and learning as long as we can to get a real saturation of what a Kosh Baruch Hu wants from us in the first place. And he said he died. I remember this came up. He said he died for it already, so that must be a good thing because he didn't get any pushback. Like he went to the Baskal. And Shemaim says, no, that's not your place. I said, we don't have Navua. So that's an extreme example, but we do this in smaller ways all the time, that we ask for things and we think that this must be, because I mean L'Shem Shemaim, and I think he did at some level. He's also fooling himself at some level, and therefore, you don't have it, and therefore it must be great, because I don't have it. It's feeling was smooth. He's borrowing already from Gemara uh, Brochus to test how smooth his tefillah is. I said, you got to be on quite a madrega like to be Machai Mason to be able to do that. And uh, he decided if he asked for it, it must be a good thing. So the Rambam says, you can ask for whatever you want. But part of the Aveda over here in the Hashkafa section, which we're going to blend in together with all the halachas, as you see, we uh, try to do anyway. That is, you got to know first, spend many years getting Hadracha and learning the Makaris and figuring out what you should be asking for and how you should be asking for it. And that changes over difficulties in life. And then you have to know that uh, if it's not good for you, you should be davening that if it's not good for you, you won't get it. So the fact that the Ramam gives you a blank check and says you can ask for whatever you want, that's true. That doesn't always mean that's smart. Certainly not in the way this story was brought across. That's an extreme example. We have many other examples that are no gear to the people who are already uh, out of the base magish and just in there half a day. Akach shal tzrachav shutzach lehem bakasha b'tchina v'achach noisein shvach v'adaya. Part number three. You have shavach bakasha. Last part of Shmuel Esrei is adaya. Shvach v'adaya l'Hashem al hatava sheishpiloi kol echad ve'echad kifi kaychay. And everybody should daven the dindaraisa according to his kayach, according to his understanding of loshon. Shnaram is going to say in Allah gimel, and echaramar beecharamamit, and you can be ma'irach if you want. But there's a basic component of shavach bakasha and adaya in your tefillah, which we have in Ashman Esrei. Uh, we're not going to discuss now because we're nowhere near the beginning of Shmona Esrei, let alone the end. But if you'll notice at the end of Shmona Esrei, you might have seen that we have Hodaya at the end, that's the third component. No? So what's Hodaya? We have Maidim. Maidim is pretty big, very important. It's the number two parashman that you have to have Kalana for. And then we have Sim Shalom. So just to put it out there, Sim Shalom doesn't seem to fit into Hodaya. Chazal knew that. The question is, what's the chat? But the Ramam says you need these 
three components. Gimel. If you know how to say the Lashinus, interesting, because today you just have to know how to read, because Ashik Hazdela put all the Lashinus down, but this is pre Ashik Hazdela. So people dive in whatever language they knew, Lashna Kaidish, Aramis, uh, French, whatever they knew, as long as you were good at it. This is the first rem is that that's important, and it's going to be more than a rem is very soon. That whatever you do, try to do it well, because you're standing bifnei hamelach. I'm answering something that I didn't even ask yet, but I'm going to ask it in two minutes. Hashem knows what we want. Okay, because of it, you've got to spell it out. You've got to say it. Why do I need a good, smooth lotion to the best of our ability? The answer is, and this isn't a joke. So you should try to massage your dvarim before you start. There came a point in history where they couldn't do that anymore because they weren't gullus and they were so mixed up with all languages that made a specific nusuch because it wasn't working. What wasn't working? The answer is, if you go before a melech, you take some time to think about what you want to say, write it out, get some notes, and say it normally. That's a bit of a chiddish to a lot of us, myself included. You would say, well, it's a personal conversation. Hashem knows that I'm a product of this uh, gullus and circumstances. I know a little bit of Yiddish, a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of The answer is, if you can improve on it, to the best of your ability, after which you're not responsible. So that's what the Ramab says here. He's not talking about languages per se. He's talking about somebody who just is good at speaking versus not good at uh, saying over paragraphs, sentence structure, things like that. That really means somebody who stutters, but it doesn't only mean that. It means somebody who can't really get too many sentences out that are coherent. So then, you try your best, and you try not to mix and match slang in various languages. I know that only because of the Hemshech of the Rambam. But you try your best, and you're allowed to daven and make the attempt. A person can daven whenever he wants, as many times as he wants. And that's the Daraisah. The next din, this is a real din. The Rambam puts this with the din of Daraisah. Interestingly enough, that whenever you daven, wherever you daven, New York, California, Venezuela. You have to, Kuntarashi, picture yourself in your shalim in front of the Mikdash, in front of the Kadashim. Or happen to mind that the Tfilas are going to Eretz Yisrael through your shalim to the Kadashim. But there has to be a shaykhis, an awareness that Kilu, you're in front of the Kadashim. Obviously, that's for the aura of Amifnei Melach and to sink in. This is a very deep concept. The fact that it's made it to the Allah is a Kiddush. Sounds like very deep Kabbalah, no? I have to feel like I'm standing in front of the Kajdashim, or I have to know that my tefillahs are going through the Kajdashim. The answer is they are, and it's so important that you have to tap into that. As you to Hashem through the Kajdashim. Yeah, the, the greatest Hashra Sashrina is Yushalayim, the base of Mikdash, and Kajdashim, Ben Akruvim. And this is a real din, that's the Kiddush. You would think this should be found in a Rashi's Chachma, or it's a Musa Sefer of. Uh, of uh, some hashkafic overtones of how you tap into the best form of tefillah. It's all that, but it's a Gemara, and the Rambam just passed it. So you have to look at a kilu, you aim it in front of the Kedashim, Necha Chamikdash, Bechal Makam, Shiyah, wherever you are, you have to have that in mind. V'chein, Hayadavet Hamid Mimeshabenu Ad Ezra. That's a long period of time. This is the way it was in Kalei Yisrael. From Meshabenu to Ezra, this is the way it was in Mitzrayim also, as a matter of fact. 
How coincidental? We're starting Shemais, and we have it in this week's parsha. Clay souls in pain, and they were crying out. They were davening. What were they doing? Didn't look like Ashman Ezra, but they were davening, and that's the way it was for a long time until Ezra. The Rambam is going to go on to say in Allah Dalid that uh, when Ezra came back, everything was a mess. There were people intermarried and uh, people not so from, and he was trying to um, revitalize the Yishuvanate uh, Israel. And part of the assimilation that already had taken place in a mere 70 years was the fact that. Besides, the family units weren't uh, halachically the way they're supposed to be with the Kainim and the, even the Israelim. They didn't speak a straight language. It doesn't have to be Lashon Kaidish, but it wasn't a straight Aramis either. Whether Aramis is second best Lashon Kaidish or inferior is for later. And Brochus, why don't the Malachim accept Aramis? So there's two Malachim. Both sound like Alpi Kabbalah, but it's a Gamar, so you have to learn it. Either they don't understand it, or they don't want to understand it. Either they don't like it, or they don't understand it. Two very different pshatim. Why would they understand it? Doesn't the Malach understand everything? Well, Malach only understands what Hashem wants to understand. Why wouldn't he want to understand it? It's because they look at it as Lashon of Lashon HaKadosh, that's Mekukul. It's like uh, either speak Lashon HaKadosh or speak something else. It's like a hybrid. That is Machos Yishayim, and the reason Machos Yishayim is there are many Makaris from Midrashim early on, like one comes to mind, other Mauritians spoke Aramis. Can't be Mokokol if other Mauritians spoke it. How can it get Mokokol so quickly? So, there are many Makairis. It's not Mokokol, it's to be used instead of straight Lashna Kaidish, as we explained, I think, in the Chukka Sayyam Sugya, of why there was a many to speak Yiddish, Bedavka, because they needed enough German to communicate in business at the pier when they were buying and selling whatever they were doing. It's not to communicate, they were gullus. But they wanted to make it Jewish enough. Ever have an old lady come over to you and said, uh, young man, do you speak Jewish? First time I heard that, I didn't know what, what she was talking about. Do I speak Jewish? I, I, I thought she asked, am I Jewish? Ever hear that? Uh, I, I realized she meant, do you speak Yiddish? So the first, this is many, many years ago. I was a teenager. And I realized that that is what Yiddish is, is Jewish. But, but that touches up why they did this. In Sephardim, independently, two different parts of the world, no communication came out. The genius of Kaisal came up with Ladino for the same reason. Independent. They didn't bother the... Uh, they, they wanted enough Spanish to communicate, but it should be Jewish enough that they're insular and they don't assimilate. So the reason I mention that is if you hold Aramis is Lashon HaKadosh Mekukul, it's like Mekukul is a, it's a sharp word, means watered down. There could be a reason why they spoke it because... Even in Arabic countries in the Middle East, there are various dialects and forms of Aramis. So it was probably enough that the guy would understand that they could do whatever business they had to do, even though most of the business are done internally with Yidin, by Yidin. And it's still close enough to Lashon HaKadosh. If you remember the bottom line of this important historical idea of understanding the Minig Yisrael is why many people speak Yeshivish today. It's not a compromise. It's the same thing as Yiddish. It's just not full Yiddish. It's more American than Yiddish is, but it's still Jewish enough that you retain that identity. And that's important to know because we always hear parents complaining about that sometimes. Like, why don't you speak straight English? The answer is, but that, that would, might be against the meaning. I'm not saying it's also. But the re- same reason they spoke Yiddish, they could have learned German. And they didn't because they wanted to retain that uh, distinction. So the question is in davening, is that a Milo Chisarin? So that's part of the debate with Aramis. 
again. We're gonna, that's the very, very uh, simple soundbite for it. But the Rambam is going to go on to say the reason Ezra felt with Ashkenaz Gadil they have to now be Masak and Eshman Esrei is because people all, all over the place with their languages and there wasn't a covenant. You're standing there, Melech, and you're speaking seven different languages in one sentence. That's not good. Formulate something that sounds a little bit more pure, whatever language you're picking, even if it's Aram as according to many shitas. So that's why it changed. But Adkan, we have Alabez and Gimels, the Dindar once a day, no particular nusuch, needs Shava Bakashan Odaya. You can add as many times a day as you want. You're not mechuyiv to do it. It should just be clear according to what you can muster up in terms of the words and the sentence structure. Um, Mr. Shem, tomorrow night, maybe we'll go back to page one. Just watch your emails to make sure there is a shear tomorrow night.